Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and I want to thank you so much for downloading and listening to the podcast. We just found out this week we are in the top 100 of all science and medicine podcasts on iTunes, so we are super excited about that, so a big thank you. And I also want to say congratulations to Julie. She is the executive producer here at Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. And she just passed the MPTE, so she is a fully licensed doctor of physical therapy. So congratulations to Julie. We're all very happy for you. And before we get to today's episode, I want to announce that we're doing a Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart live workshop. And it is with Trisha Brooke. Trisha is a... TEDx curator, she is a writer, she is a director, and she is a speaking coach. And she is going to be putting on a half-day workshop here in New York City on December 8th, that's Saturday, from noon to 4 Eastern Time. So if you're in the New York City area, definitely come on down and take this half-day course on public speaking. It's going to be amazing. I worked with her over the summer at her speaker salon, and completely changed the way I speak on stage. So if you are looking to become a better public speaker, if you are looking to find out how to fill out applications to become a great speaker, come to this half-day workshop. If you don't live in the New York City area, you are in luck because we're going to be live streaming it as well. So you can sign up for the virtual option. And I will have all of this information, where to go, where to click, in the show notes of this episode. So if you're looking, if you want to sign up for this half-day workshop, and I highly suggest you do, Trisha is highly sought after, so we're so happy that she's doing this, partnering up with us uh, in December. And I'll have the link to it in the show notes under this episode. So come, come to New York or come virtually. All right, on to today's episode. It is another episode with host Dr. Jenna Cantor. And in this episode, she is... Speaking to Dr. Megan McLean, she is a new graduate physical therapist from Atlanta, Georgia with a passion for advocacy. She is working in outpatient orthopedics and enjoys treating patients in persistent pain and those with chronic illnesses. And in this episode, they talk about one of Jenna's favorite things to talk about, and that's advocacy for the profession. So they discuss how Megan became interested in advocacy, how difficult it is or not difficult for physical therapists to get involved in activacy advocacy issues how telehealth can improve access to underserved populations, and future advocacy efforts in pain science. So a big thank you to Jenna and Megan for this episode. And everyone, don't forget, come to New York City for the Fearless Speaker Half Day Workshop. All right, everybody, enjoy this episode. Hello, this is Jenna Cantor. I'm partnering with Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart as a host, and I am thrilled because I get to interview Megan Lee McLean, who is somebody I met actually through social media as a big advocate for the physical therapy profession. So yes, that is our topic today, advocating for physical therapy, and she is such a passionate 
physical therapist that I have learned from her just from our conversations. And she has helped me take my grassroots advocacy for PT to a whole new level. So first of all, Megan, thank you so much for being in this podcast interview. Thanks so much for having me on. This is a thrill. So let's start, just jump right in. So what exactly got you interested in advocating for PT in the first place? So I actually first became aware of advocacy efforts through my school. Um, my school actually did a really great job of, I guess, introducing us to advocacy efforts. Um, I'm from Georgia, and so we actually got... Um, direct access passed like the year before I started school. So I was able to really jump on that and, um, you know, kind of ride the coattails of, you know, those people who are really involved with that um, and kind of learn from them. Exactly. Yeah. So um, that's really what got me first involved. Um, And then, you know, I just, I, I understand the power that is in this profession and, you know, I, I really just want to, express it to other people and get other people excited about it as well. Yeah. And through advocating, you get to take action and make that difference. Exactly. So is advocating difficult for a physical therapist? Why or why not? Honestly, I would, I would say no, because when you look at the definition of an advocate, um, Oh, we looked it up. Yes, yes, we absolutely looked it up. Definition time. (laughs) So an advocate, is someone who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause or policy. So by this definition, literally all of us are advocates for PT because, I mean, we talk about it all the time. We're physical therapists. That's what we do, right? So even just having a conversation with your neighbor, you know, your family, and just educating them about what you do as a physical therapist, bringing awareness to the profession, I think that's, you know, that's advocacy right there. Yeah. So... No, I, I don't think it's difficult. And I think it's something that we all have a professional responsibility to do. And the power to do. Exactly. Okay, so APTA, they have a bunch of different bills that they are focusing on, hyper-focusing on, yes. and, and they do a great job with bringing this to D.C. annually at the Federal Advocacy Forum. That being said, what current bill within the APTA are you currently passionate about? So I've gotten really you know, excited about this whole telehealth opportunity. Um, and it's actually the connect for health act. That's the one that I really see a place for. And I, and I think, you know, kind of going along with advocating, you know, like you were talking about the grassroots efforts, you know, talking to people about the profession, just increasing that awareness and then bringing in telehealth, that's going to increase our reach and our access to other people. Um, and other potential patients that we might not otherwise be able to reach. Like I know in Georgia, we have a lot of rural areas where there's not access to a physical therapist. So I really, I really think that's going to help out a lot of people in this country. Now, what is currently not being advocated for? Because Lord knows there's a list (laughs) of topics we could come up with. So what do you think could have, what do you think could have some more attention brought to it? So funny story about me. I actually almost became a, psych- a psychologist instead of a PT. Oh. Um, and part of that was um, due to my interest in pain sciences. But of course, you know, I found my way and uh, decided to go for physical therapy. Um, and I really think that part of our issue in this country, especially with the um, opioid crisis, is just the fact that we do not have pain science education in our curriculum. 
So, and, and that's just, you know, as early as even elementary school, you can put it in a science class, health class. So I really think, um, partnering with educators and, you know, local, um, you know, states and schools, I think that's going to, that's going to be an area where, um, I think we need to be in the future. That's great because the opioid crisis is quite hot right now. Exactly. That's that's a great idea, Megan. High five. High five. I love that. Now, do you try to get others involved with PT advocacy? Because clearly you you have this passion, so you want other people to get involved. You, you mentioned that when you were talking about the definition. But do you try and then have you had success with it? I have tried. It, it's very difficult, I found, um, being a student – uh, you know, just getting other people involved because everyone's very busy. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's something that I'm going to have more success with in the future for sure. Um, I have As a, a professional. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have a couple of things that I'm working on right now with a um, few of my mentors. And so we'll, we'll see where that goes in the future. But um, yeah, tried. Um, I think the national advocacy dinners for students are a great idea. And that's so something, great. that's something that we tried to get off the ground last year. And I really hope that, um, it happens in the future for sure. That's great. Would you mind going into more depth on what you are doing now in relation with PT advocacy? Cause you started to tap upon a little bit. I want to just, for your last question, I really want you to share that. Sure. Um, so I'm working to get sort of a grassroots effort going in my state, um, sort of an alliance or a coalition uh, with different clinicians and people from different disciplines. Um, Like I I mentioned earlier, one of my mentors is really involved with that. And so it's something that I'm really trying to spearhead and bring in, um, you know, some different marketing efforts to, um, and yeah, that's, that's really kind of what I'm working on, you know, over the summer, Uh, my first summer out of school. And as I, jump into my first job, uh, I'm probably going to be presented with some opportunities to get involved in, you know, community-wide programs there as well. So really the sky's the limit for the future and I'm really excited about it. That is such a great attitude, especially jumping from going from the student world to the professional world. You are not deterred because even trying to find your own job is scary enough, but I love that your passion is getting you to continue on with advocating for the profession. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your your passion and your willingness to keep going with making that, that change grassroots-wise. Thank you. Thank you so much, Megan, for coming in for this podcast interview. I really truly Truly appreciate it. No, thanks so much. This was this was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.